We have been discussing in the last few parashiyot of the Torah the concept of Maimon HaSinai, Kabbalah Satayra. And we know there's a very famous question that's asked in the world. The Mishonim, the Midrashim. They want to know, the Jewish people said, They accepted the Torah. A clear resolution. And then afterwards, HaKadosh Baruch Hu took the mountain, and Hashem says, if you're not going to accept the Torah, then I'm going to bury you on the spot. So basically, He forced them to take the Torah. Right? So the question is, if the Jewish people accepted Nasev and they're forever accredited for doing that. It was a great accomplishment. It said, Nasa Venishma. And then HaKadosh Baruch Hu threatens their life by putting the mountain on their head. Why was that necessary? After they said, Nasa Venishma? That's a question. So I want to say a mahalach today, <clears throat> a very sadistic mahalach, based on the words of Rabbi Saul Salanta. Rabbi Sosalanta says a fascinating Yisoyed in his Igeris HaMusa where he says that what is the bedrock and the foundation which your entire Avodat Hashem stands upon. That means Avodat Hashem has a tremendous amount of details, tremendous amount of Piratim, Mitzvah's essays and Lois essays. Those are fratim. But what is the cloud? What is the rule, the, the general cloud, the foundation that all that Avodat Hashem should come out? Says Rabbi Yisrael Salanta, big Yisait. The emuna in Schar Va'inish. And he quotes the famous Gemara that says, Bochabakuk. Habakkuk said, Ve'emidon alachas. He says, what's the foundation of the entire Torah? Tzadik be'emunato yichyeh. What emuna? Says Rabbi Yisrael Salante, he says, the emuna in tzchar va'oynish. That's the thing that if you have that, you will be able to keep Torah. Meaning, in other words, he's saying a very deep thing. I want you to try to get it. A guy can know with clarity, 100% clarity. He can know the whole Shas. He can know the entire Shulchan Aruch. He can know what's Mutar and what's Asur. 100%. No lack of clarity whatsoever. And he's a good guy. And he wants to keep the Torah. But he will not keep the Torah if he's not afraid of being punished. He will not keep the Torah. That's what he's saying. If you don't have clear emuna in Sechar Va'inish, you will not keep the Torah. Which means, in other words, that when your desires kick in, you will lose yourself and you will not follow what your mind tells you to do. You will go with your desires.
So what is the thing that will help you keep the Torah? Not every day you're going to be so inspired and feeling Avas Hashem. So when we need something to make your Avodah consistent, if your Avodah is only dependent on Avas Hashem and days of clarity and feeling into it, that's not going to be consistent. Impossible. Because tomorrow you're going to have a taiva. Tomorrow you're going to be lazy. Tomorrow you're going to have some lack of clarity. Tomorrow you're going to say to Hashem, you know what? Like Rashi says in Pasha Shalach, you know, Abishnah, you made this whole thing for my good. You want to give me schar, you know what? Michael Tavis. No schar. I'll do my thing, you do your thing. So now you need to know, you get punished. You have to be afraid. And we see this principle in the first opening of the Torah. Was there anybody smarter, more clear, more great than Adam Harishon? Nobody. Yitzir Kap of, of Hashem. He could see from one side of the planet to the other side. Clarity like no one's business. He was able to define the essence of every being in the world and give it a name. So Hashem puts him in Gan Eden. And he says to him, You gotta, you gotta watch it. And he gives him a mitzvah. And he tells him, You can't eat from the Etzadad, right? And then he tells him, Out of nowhere. But if you eat from it, you're gonna die. Whoa, whoa, easy. I'm clear. I got it. I wanna do the Torah. You know, you want the guy, you want a gangster. You don't want a tzaddik, you know? Mm-hmm. Biggest tzaddik in the world. He said, Listen, you gotta keep the Torah. Now you're gonna die. Why do you think I'm gonna break it for? Because that's man. If he doesn't have iyum, if he's not afraid of consequences, his Yetzirah will win him. Another mashal. It's all over the Torah, but one other mashal. You see, by Avimelech, when he takes Sarah, he thinks that they're brothers and sisters. Hashem comes to him, he says, I'm going to kill you for what you did. And he says, but I didn't know. I didn't know about it. They told me they're brothers and sisters. And Hashem says, I'm asking to you. I know you didn't do it on purpose. I know it was an innocent mistake. But she's the wife of a prophet. Send her back or I'm going to kill you. He made a mistake. Now you clarified. Who said he's a bad guy? He made a mistake. You gave him the clarity. Why, why are we throwing... Dropping threats all over the place. And the answer is because once he had a taiva, he can know the truth now, but he has no strength to overcome that desire, and therefore he needs to have fear. Rabbi Yonah says this. In the beginning of the third shah of Shari Tshuva, this is what he explains as Musar. Adat, Chokhmah, Musar. What's Musar? So chokmah is to know the whole Torah. Says Rabbi Yehuda, knowing the whole Torah is not going to help you. You need musad. Because musad is the consequences. Not only the punishments of the Torah, the consequences. Of all Yahweh is what they can do for you. That has to be clear. So the schar is the thing that holds you in place. If you don't learn musad, 
you can know all the Chochmah and the Torah, and you can be the most motivated guy, and you want to do the Ratzon Hashem, and at times that things are going great, you will. But when you, you start to have a Yetzirah, you will not hold without Musad. And Musad doesn't mean a Musasefer. Musad means what it's going to cost you. And that's, if you don't have that, you don't have Avaydis Hashem. Okay, I'm going to go into it deeper. But just for a starting point. The Jewish people, Nasa Vinishma, they had such clarity. Hashem opened up uh, the world for them. They just saw Nisim. They had clarity. Nasa Vinishma was a big thing. But that's clarity. What's going to come tomorrow when you don't have clarity? For that, this is going to, this is your life is dependent on it. That's the Matthias. So now we have to ask the question. The big question. If that's the case, so what's our answer? Because we have a lot of knowledge in our brain. And we don't have a munichushif and scharvainish. So how are we going to make headway? How are we going to be able to overcome this challenge. Because according to what he's saying, you can have all the ideas in the world. We all have ideas. We all know right, right from wrong. We all have general concepts of emunah. But in the practical, what goes on in your mind will not affect your actions in the world of practicality. It's only theoretical. In the practical world, who rules? Your hergish. Your taiva, your ritzainus, that rules. There's only one method to mavatal the ratzen, the fear of the punishment. And that's a work you have to make. Big work. So how do we do this work? So Rabbi Shosalanta says in a number of places, and one of them in, in a certain Igeris that he writes very clear there. And he's talking to a person who feels yeush. He goes, he learns, he learns Musa, he learns about Emunah, he learns about Chesed, he learns about the, the Kas, he learns about Taiva, he learns about Kedusha, he learns a lot of things. And he's, you know, he's clear, in his mind he's very clear. And then he goes out to the real world, he comes home, he faces Nisyonot, he goes to work, he faces tests, he goes in the street, he faces tests, and he falls, constantly falling. So he says, you know what, nothing's working over here. All this that I'm learning is not working. It doesn't work. And this doesn't only have to be in Musad. This is even in learning. I don't feel attached to the learning. It's not, you know, I'm not, I'm not connecting there. I learn, it goes into my brain, first aid, I close the book. I don't even remember what Masechta I'm in. It's not part of me. It's not doing anything. It's not penetrating. Yish. So if you saw that says something, which I'm going to show you in our generation, very hard to digest. But this is what he says. Rabbi Sosalanta says a very deep thing. Again, you need to understand a lot of the philosophy of Rabbi Sosalanta. But basically, Rabbi Sosalanta has that we have to be able to take the knowledge and make inroads in our heart, we'll call it. Into the deeper kohot, kohot kehim of a person. Okay? So he says like this. 
He brings the Gemara of Rabbi Kiva, uh, Chazal, obviously Rabbi Nassim, and he says a deep thing. Rabbi Kiva, famous story, you all heard it when you were kids, and that's why it's a problem, because you still remember it as a kid. So what is the story of Rabbi Kiva? Rabbi Kiva was Amaretz, 40 years old. And then he went, and he was by the rock, and he saw the water dripping on the rock, and he said, oh, if the water makes a hole in the rock, then the Torah can make a hole in my heart. But if the lotion that it says over there is, Miyad Chozar Lelimud. So now you see a deep thing. Rabbi Kiva was learning. He was already learning before. But he wanted to give up because he didn't think he was being Matzliach. He was not being Matzliach. But where was he not being Matzliach? This is the key point. If you pay attention to the words of the Chazal, where he wanted to give up was not in his brain. It wasn't penetrating the heart. It wasn't changing him. He wasn't able to live in the practical world up to what he learned in his brain. And that's why he was Miyayish. The altar from Nevada has also this way of learning. There's a safer, I think Rabbi Peh's father has Vadin on it. I once saw it, Imamish explains it very clear in the altar from Nevada. He also learns like this. He worried about the lave. And then he went and he saw the water. And what happened with the water? The water drips on the rock. If the first drip didn't make a change, didn't make a ration, then zero plus zero is zero. So it must be that the first drop also did something. And a drop plus a drop plus a drop ultimately penetrates. So said Rabbi Kiva, that when you do one limud of Musa, let's say, and you get it into you, that makes a Rosham. And then you do another one, it makes another Rosham. And then you do another one, it makes another Rosham. So it's not zero. It's a little Rosham plus a little Rosham. As long as you're consistent, it'll work over the Hemshech Hazman. And Bahamas the Gross says this. There's a chazal that says that if your heart is like a rock, you should go to the Bet Midrash. And the Gemara brings a basic about the water making a hole in the rock. Says the Goyen, what does it mean? Why are we comparing you to a rock? It's talking about a person's about taiva. About taiva, his heart's like a rock. I'm not going to go into that whole lumdus now. And he says, that the Torah, which we're talking about over there, is talking about Agadita, like a Musr. And you go, the way it works, says the Goyen, is drip by drip over time. Tithers, the Metzias of Tithers, can only be worked on over time. No quick remedy. To break your Ritzainus, Ritzainus for Olam Hazet, for Geshmak and Zachim and Olam Hazet, money and cars and this and that, all the demyonis that your heart is filled with, from whatever you can think about, when everybody's young heart is filled, this takes time. And the mahalach, how it works, is consistent roishim after roishim. Just like the water drips on the rock, that's the system. <coughs> Otherwise, you'll never beat it. 
And therefore, Rabbi Saul Salant is saying, don't be Mi'ayish. This is the system. The system is, little by little, one Rishim adds up with the other Rishim, eventually it makes a whole. But it has to be consistent. That's what he says. So therefore, in the, in the terms of what we've been speaking, I want to make a Rishim in my heart to feel the reality of Schar Vahinish. It's going to be a slow, drip by drip, avoida, which will eventually penetrate my heart, and I will have that Yerushalayim. Good? Now, why is our generation struggle with this problem? This great answer. So in our generation, when we have a problem, we want the solution ASAP, effortlessly. I deal with that all day. People come to me with a problem. They want me to give them the magic potion. You know, like the acupuncture of the Chinese. They want a quick, added problem. And I tell the guy, here's a roadmap of Avoida that will take you 10 years, you know? I have an iPhone, you know? Over there, you may click, you get what you want, the second you want it, in a quick way. Soon they're going to have a robot to put the food inside your mouth too. So you won't even have to lift up the food, and exert any energy, while one eye is in one metaverse, and your other eye is in a different metaverse, and you're experiencing two emotions at the same time, and the food's going down your your pipe. Okay. And now, the way Hashem made the world, is that when you have a problem, you got to go slow with it. you got to work it. So this is a big problem. That's problem number one. Problem number two. Small changes does not speak to anybody. You see, what our generation is being fed and taught, that everything is about excitement and feeling. Kishmak of feeling. It's, you know, fun. Even if you tell a guy to sit down and learn, you have to make it entertaining. You got to have lunch and, and learn, you know. You can't just learn anymore. On a sushi roll, you can learn. You know, this is the way it is today. Make trips, make fabrengas, make massive action. Geschmack, why? Because we're very attached today to hergish. Feelings. I got to feel it. Rabbi, I can't learn. I can't feel it, you know. It's not as exciting as a roller coaster. It never will be. It's not supposed to be like that. So we, we're very into heritage. So Bishlam, if you tell me, do a heroic act. Big thing. Wow, what a, what a rush I get from that. I feel like I did something. I feel like I did something. I got up and said, the 30 days straight, early, I feel like I did something. But that doesn't work. Zeloya says, shum because if you take a gallon of water and you spill it on the rock, is it going to make a hole? No. The only thing to make a hole is you drip it. You drip it. You go into Batesha's store, you watch how they make the coffee. So drips. No drips, no coffee. You understand? Same thing. It's not going to go. You got to be consistently doing small things. But what's a small thing? It's not. I don't feel like I'm doing anything. This is the challenge we have. And we need to understand that this is the challenge we have, and we have to realize that that's not the way to grow. I need to see consistency 
It can be small, but it's got to be consistent. That's where the change starts to make the, the, the change over there. That's the avoider. But if we don't get to start making the work to see how we reach the heart, it doesn't make a difference how much ideas you have in your head. That's the idea I want to develop tonight.